Hey, this is Cleo with CleoYogaFinance.com and welcome to another episode of Financially Free with Cleo, a show where we shift mindsets with real and raw money conversations with everyday people, empowering you to take action, appreciate the journey, and live the lifestyle you desire financially, mentally, and physically. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode with me, myself, and I, and I'm going to be talking about boundaries. As your podcast host, financial educator, yoga instructor, and transformational speaker, I'm going to be talking about how important it is to set boundaries in your life. Boundaries with yourself, boundaries with your spouse, boundaries with your friends, your family, your kids, work, everywhere, every aspect of your life, every people, all the people that's associated with you, you have to set boundaries. Because people will take advantage, not all people, some people. Some people will take advantage of certain things. Some people will underestimate you. Some people will do as much as they can do or do anything that they want to do with you as long as you allow them to. But when you set boundaries, those people are either going to respect it and still be a part of your life or they're going to not respect it and disappear. (laughs) And that's okay too because... You don't want those people in your life. It doesn't matter if they're friends or family. If they don't respect you enough to respect your boundaries, if they don't care about you enough to put your boundaries and what's important to you as a priority, then they don't need to be in your life anyway. It'll be, it's easier not to care and not to miss people when you know they don't respect your boundaries, healthy boundaries. And, I, and we don't want to just have boundaries for other people like we want those other people to set boundaries too i would want people in my life to have boundaries so i can respect them and i would just want the same uh you know treatment in return so i want to encourage everyone out there to take a look at your life right now and find people or areas in your life where you feel you know you need to set boundaries for this episode i'm just going to cover about three areas that are that kind of holds people back and it's difficult to set boundaries with people. There was a post I made several years ago um, that I, and basically what I said was, I think it was on Facebook that I posted it, but I basically said the most toxic people are the ones you usually call bestie, bae, or friend. So it's, it's always somebody you know that's closest to you. So the ones you call friend, bestie, or bae. And it's hard because they're your friends, right? Or they're your boyfriend or girlfriend, or they're, you know, a situationship, or maybe they're close family members, you know, or they're your spouse. You know, sometimes it's hard to set boundaries with these people because you either don't want to lose them or you don't want to make them upset or sad or you don't want to um it's just so many different things why we don't set boundaries right but if we don't set boundaries it really sets it really tells a story about how we care for our own self you know the confidence that we have in ourselves the value that we set for ourselves we want to make sure we have so we set boundaries but with confidence too If you set boundaries and you really don't put them into play, nobody's going to follow them or respect them. And you got to be bold and confident with your boundaries. Like, you know what? These are my boundaries. And if you don't respect them, 
then you're just not going to be a part of my circle or a part of my life. And boundaries are helpful for everyone. Not just at home, but at work, while you're out in the real world. You want to make sure you are setting boundaries. It's going to continue to make you happy, make you feel good. If you are in environments or situations or if people are in your life, whether if you're talking to them in person, over the phone, through social media, texting, FaceTime, whatever it is, ask yourself, does this person or these people or these environments, do they make you feel good? Am I happy? Am I actually learning anything from these people? Am I growing? Am I happy to put value back into these people? Or are they putting any value into my life? You have to think about those things. So for this episode, we're just going to cover a three of those areas. So one is borrowing and lending money. So when you borrow money from someone, if you can't pay it back, it's going to put a strain on that relationship. And if you're the one lending money and they don't pay you back, it's going to put a strain on the relationship. I always encourage people. Now, I struggle with this, too, because I had to learn the hard way as well. But now I've learned that, you know, what? if I can't afford to lose that money, I shouldn't lend any money. We, we just we should just give it. If we have it to give, give it because you're not worried or wondering when they're going to pay you back or having to follow up with them and be a, a bill collector, a debt collector. Like I ain't trying to collect nothing from nobody. If I want to give to someone, I'm going to give it. If, but if I if, but if I'm giving and I know I need it back, then I'm relying on you to give me my money back. And then what if you don't? Or what if you just can't? Now I'm mad. <laughs> you know, you know, I've personally borrowed money from people in the past and I've paid them back, but it, it felt, but if it was times where I couldn't pay back on time, like I felt terrible about it. And you don't want to feel terrible. So if you're borrowing money from people, make sure that's your last option. Like you've exhausted all other options. <laughs> But sometimes we do need help. And there are people out there that are generous enough to help us. But I just encourage people that, hey, if you know you can't give it away, if you know if you really need that money back, just don't even lend the money to someone. Just give it to them because it'll be a lot less stress if they can't or choose not to pay it back. You know, and I know you have to look at it as, as charity or paying it forward or giving back. You know, I love to give to other people. So when I can give to someone financially, it definitely makes me happy because for one, I'm in a position to give, but then it makes me happy because I know I helped someone that needed it. That's what it's about, right? It's helping other people, but you have to set boundaries. So if you got people coming to you saying, can I borrow this? Can I have this? Ask yourself, can you actually afford to give that money or if you choose to still lend money, that's your option, right? You can do whatever you want to do. But if you choose to lend someone money or give someone money, ask yourself, can you? are you in a financial position to uh, give or lend money? Are you in a financial position? Meaning, do you need it back? Are you going to be hurting if they don't pay you back? <laughs> if they do not pay you back, are you going to be upset? If so... You need to give it or not even give it to them at all because it does put a strain on lots of relationships. If you are the one borrowing, ask yourself, do you really need to borrow that money? Do you have any other options to get that money from somewhere else? Is there something else you can do for yourself to earn that money? Whether if you were 
um, asking for $20 or if it's $100, hundreds or thousands, whatever the amount is, did you do all that you can do to get that money for yourself? That's what you have to think about, okay? And don't be upset if someone tells you no. There are some people out there, if you ask to borrow money and they tell you no, you upset. Like, that is just the craziest thing to me. How are you going to be upset because someone told you no about their own money? What have you done to get your money? You know, and that is like a red flag. If somebody really cares about you, they say they love you, they say they appreciate you, and then they ask you for money and you say no for whatever reason, because you know, you don't have to give an explanation. You can just say no, period. No explanation. But sometimes we may want to give someone a reason why, and that's okay. But just know you are an adult and you don't have to give another adult an explanation. <laughs> you can just say, no, I can't, or just no. Whatever the you know reason is, is really not important. But if you have someone that makes you feel guilty for saying no, or make you feel bad, or feel, you know, makes you feel just awful for saying no, and then they try to guilt trip you into saying yes, you have to ask yourself, what type of relationship is that? What type of family member would that be, or relationship, or no matter who it is asking you for this, like, what would you want to continue a relationship like that? And what makes it, what makes that person feel comfortable getting mad at you? Sometimes people do what they can do to trigger you into doing things that they want you to do. They know if, if they get upset or threaten to leave or threaten to not speak to you or just say certain triggering words to make you change your mind and say yes, do you even want that type of relationship? I know it's hard, especially for people that are really close to you. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your auntie, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your boyfriend, a girlfriend, your, your, your wife or your husband. I don't care who it is. If they are making you feel bad for t saying no, that is not the relationship for you. And it's just going to continue to get more toxic and more toxic. And you know, when money is involved, people be tripping. <laughs> people be tripping real hard, you know. But if you have someone that, that asks you and you say no and they say, okay, thank you, they respect you. They understand. They're not going to treat you differently because you said no. They're not going to be acting funny, not speaking to you for a period of time because you said no. Because that's really just childish. We have some grown childish people out there <laughs> that are disrespectful and don't want to follow your boundaries. But the older I get, the more I realize that if someone doesn't respect my boundaries, then they're not the person that I need in my life anyway. I'm not going to lose because what type of value are you offering in my life if you, if you disrespect the boundaries that I've set for myself? Honestly, I'm trying to help myself and you. <laughs> Healthy boundaries are not just for me, but for you too. Other people out there. And I want other people out there to set their own boundaries for me and set their own boundaries for other people in your life. So we all can live the lives that we really want to live. You know, it's not meant for us to always be in these toxic, negative situations all the time. If you feel like you're always arguing with people and always in some drama, always got some negative stuff going on, you got to question yourself. Why do you accept that? You, pro you probably, sometimes a lot of us are so, we say we don't like drama. We, we say don't, we don't like negative and toxic people. Yet, some of us are always in these negative and to toxic situations. 
sometimes we're afraid to admit that we actually like the drama. We, we like the negativity. If we're not always arguing with someone, uh, beefing with somebody, if we're not always in some type of toxic situation, sometimes we don't know what to do. It's kind of like the same way when people are so busy always working and they have a moment where they don't have to do nothing and they just have to find something to do because they feel like they have to be doing something all the time. That's the same way with people who like toxic, toxic and negative situations. If they haven't had an argument in a day or, or, ha or had a negative gossipy discussion with someone, it's like they need that fix. It's addictive to some people. I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in negative or toxic situations. If I feel something is negative or toxic, you're probably not going to hear from me anymore. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even always announce my departure from certain environments or experiences. You're just going to look up and see like, dang, what's Cleo? <laughs> we ain't heard from Cleo in a minute. Um, yeah, it's because I ain't got time. I have so many other things that's on my mind and things that I want to do. And I can't be weighed down by negative and toxic people. And when it comes to money, lending and borrowing money, that can put a strain on your mental health. It can put a strain on your relationships. So just think about that. If you're the borrower, make sure you respect that person if they say no. And if they do say yes, and they're lending it to you, make sure you create a plan to pay them back on time. And if you're the person that's lending the money, ask yourself, will you be mad if they don't or can't pay you back? If you say yes, then you should just give it to them if you can. If you know you can't give or lend money and you're not in a financial position to do so, don't be afraid to tell them no. They're just a human. They're just a person. And if they try to guilt trip you, block, hang up the phone, disconnect the call, you know, uh, cut off the access to you. Not saying you have to do that forever, but sometimes people need to be taught a lesson. You want to act crazy or be tripping because I'm setting my own financial boundaries? Cut off either forever or for a period of time. Some people need to be in timeout. <laughs> Some people need a reality check. Like, look, now, I told you no. Don't be tripping. Now I'm about to block you for the next six months or cut off access to me for the next six months. Then you're going to realize how valuable I am to you. And I'm just speaking not from my own experiences only, but for other people's experiences. We've all had these situations where people um, trip if we say no. So just keep that in mind. The next one is feeling obligated to say yes to everyone's requests, meaning everyone wants us to attend all of these different things and do all of these different things. But sometimes we have to say no. And I know I've been really big on knowing when to say no to yourself and other people, but you have to set those boundaries. If you know you are trying to get to the next level, if you know you are trying to improve your life in your finances, in your career, in your love life, in all these different areas, but sometimes it's going to require you to say no to some things, opportunities, and people. You know, there's always someone's event, right? Meaning it's a, a baby shower or a gender reveal. It's a wedding. It's an engagement party, a bachelorette or a bachelor party, a birthday party, a retirement party. Like, it's always something going on, right? But sometimes we just can't go to everything, 
We can't always attend and be present in person. We can't always pay for things and buy things. It's just sometimes we feel obligated to because we don't want to either miss out or we don't want people to think, oh, we can't do stuff or we can't pay for stuff. But sometimes we're willing to tell people yes and we're putting ourselves in a deeper financial hole. For example, let's say you have someone that wants to go on a birthday trip and they want to go to another country. But you know, let's say the, let's say it's going to cost you $3,000. Sometimes you may not have $3,000, but you pay it anyway because you feel obligated to say yes. And you feel like if you say no, they either won't talk to you or be a friend or they'll look at you differently or you don't want people to think you can't do a $3,000 trip. Like if you can't do it, you just can't do it. And then sometimes it's not even about the money. It's not that you financially can't do it. It's not that you can't afford it. Sometimes you just don't have the time because you're busy doing these other things. And that's okay too. Some people respect it. They like they understand you may not have the time or it's not in your budget. But then some people will make you feel bad for saying no. They be like, really? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? No, you can't go. Like what type of friend or what type of person is that to disrespect your boundaries. That's why you have to set clear boundaries. And when someone tries to disrespect it or cross it, you got to question their relationship with that person. Okay. Not just romantic relationships, but this is family, friends, even your kids too. Sometimes our kids can make us feel bad for not spending on certain things. You know, they want to make us, they want to, you know, fit in with their friends or they say, well, that's that this, my friend, their dad or their mom bought them this or they get to do this. Like, look, you have to understand, <laughs> you know, we can have so many conversations about this, right? But you have to make sure you are setting clear boundaries with the people in your life. Whoever's in your household, you need to be having these weekly money meetings, these weekly money dates to talk about finances, to talk about money. What's, what's the expectations this week? What are we working on this week? What are our goals this week? Because we want to continue to elevate together. But we have to have those conversations, the good ones and the uncomfortable or bad ones too. Because, you know, when you're managing money with multiple people, everyone's not going to agree. We all have different needs and wants. So you have to think about, okay, what is the goal for us? Knowing when to say no to things and when to say yes to things. We have to be mindful of the, the words that we're using every day. So when people reach out to you and ask you, can you do this or can you buy this? Can you pay for this? Can you come here and do this and come here and do that? Think about this. Can you, is it in your budget? Can you afford to do it right now? And just because you say you can't afford it or it's not in your budget, it doesn't mean that you're broke or, or it ain't got no money or it doesn't mean that you're having trouble in your finances. It doesn't mean that at all. There's been plenty of things where I've told myself, you know what? I, that's not in my budget right now. Now, I had the money and I could do it, but my priorities financially were in other areas. And I just didn't have any room to add anything else at the time. Like, for example, with me right now, I really, really want a new video camera. I don't have a camera. <laughs> so things that I'm recording right now, I'm doing from my iPhone. <laughs> um, I used my MacBook, uh, quick time on my MacBook once. That video didn't turn out right. So I'm basically, all the videos that you see of me are basically with my iPhone. But I want to level up and use a real video camera one day. And the one that I want is about two, it's about $2,200. Two 
the one I want. I know there's some that are cheaper, but the one I want is $2,200. So could I have gotten it this year? Maybe. But I had my money already in a certain plan to do these other things. And that's just something that I just didn't want to add or couldn't add right now. So I rolled it over and said, you know what, 2021, I'm gonna get that camera. I don't know exactly when yet. It's on my 2021 list. Whenever I want something, sometimes I'll put a certain date or a certain month on it. And there's some things I'm just like, sometime in 2021, I may be able to get it. So for the camera, 2021 one day in 2021 is when I'll get it. But that was one of my personal goals. But sometimes you have other people that will ask you to pay for these things and do these things. And you have to know, can you afford it? Or is it in your budget? Can you do it right now? Or do you even want to do it right now? Sometimes we have the money and could do it, but we just don't want to. And that is okay too. Just because someone asks you to do something or pay for something, it doesn't mean you have to say yes. It's okay that you don't want to do something. Maybe you can help them in a different type of way that doesn't require your money or a lot of your time. You can always have those type of discussions. Like, I'm not able to or I don't want to pay for this, but what else can I do to support you or help you? That shows that you're still genuinely interested in seeing how you can help. But you know, a lot of times people ask you for that money. As soon as you say no, they look at you like, no. What do you mean no? <laughs> so you have to think about that. So when people ask you to come, thank them for inviting you. Thank you for, thank them for thinking of you, but also let them know what you can and cannot do. Don't lie and say you could do something knowing you can't because then that could put a strain on relationships too because people just think you're a liar or you just don't care about the friendship or the relationship. If you know you can't do something, just tell them right up front. Like we're adults here. We don't need to lie. <laughs> You know, we are adults. If you can do something, do it. If you can't, you can't. And if you have someone that gives you issues with saying no, you need to have a conversation with them and, and ask them, you know, do you want to continue this relationship or friendship? If so, we're going to have to talk about the boundaries and your responses to when I say no sometimes. <laughs> you know, um, I just really think that having relationships with people are a great thing. They can be very helpful for the long term. And the only way to build great friendships and great relationships is to have that communication. And in communication, you have to have boundaries set up for relationships to work, you know? So make sure you keep that in mind. All right, so the next one is being selective with your time. So this goes back to the, the one I just mentioned before about when to say no about money, but it also works with time too. Sometimes we have the money to help and sometimes we don't. But a lot of times people require our time. You know, sometimes we're, we're, we're working or we're volunteering or we're spending time with our families or our friends. And sometimes we have a lot on our plate, a lot. Sometimes even for me, I've had times where I would want to do things and I just didn't have the time. It's not that I didn't want to do it or I wasn't interested. It was basically because I just did not have the time. And sometimes it can be stressful trying to fit in extra stuff when you're already kind of overstretched in some areas for that day or that week or that month. So be selective with your time. So when someone asks you to do something, ask yourself, do I mentally have time for this? 
the mental is a big piece. <laughs> mentally, will I be there? Mentally, do I have time? Because we can be physically present, but mentally somewhere else. So ask yourself, do I mentally have time for this? Do I have a genuine interest to do this or be there for this? Do I have the time? Sometimes when you're asked to do stuff, it's going to require you to miss time from other things. Meaning, can I afford financially and time-wise, can I really miss time from work or time from this opportunity or time from this or that? Like, for example, with me, I'm just now starting this new podcast, but it's not just me getting on camera or getting on the mic and talking. Like, there's lots of prep work that goes into before it. I'm having to list all of my topic ideas and talk about talking points that I have. And then I have to write scripts sometimes. And then I'm having to, uh, even that's just for my solo episodes. But then when I have episodes with a guest, I'm having to have discussions with them and write out these different, you know, it's just a lot of prep work because you're producing a show, right? It's a lot that goes behind the scenes. And that requires me to have a certain amount of time every week that I'm working on my podcast. And if I'm doing that, I can't always do other things all the time because I need to dedicate time to this podcast every single week, you know, and I also do other things too. So it's like everything that you're doing, it's not just doing it in the moment. You have to have prep work behind it that you're working on throughout the week. So you have to think about those things. Do you have time? Now, I'm not saying just work, work, work and don't have time for the things you really like and enjoy. We have to have a balance, but you just have to be selective with your time. Selective with the people that you associate with. So you have to set clear boundaries in your personal life and in your professional life, knowing when you're going to work, when you're going to have downtime and spend time with friends and family, when you're going to have time where you actually go out and enjoy yourself and have a good time. Think about those things. You have to set boundaries with yourself. Once upon a time, all I did was work because as a single mom having to do everything by myself, I just felt like I always have to work. And when I wasn't working, I'm like, I need to find something else to work and earn money. You know, I had that like scarcity mindset or I had that mindset that Cleo, you have to be superwoman and always be working, working, working. Then I realized I'm spending time away from quality time with my daughter or I'm spending time away when I can have my me time and just enjoy and have a good time. You know, sometimes I like my alone time and then sometimes and then I want time with my daughter and then sometimes I want to spend talking with friends or hanging out with friends. You know, as adults, we're just so busy working or trying to do the next thing that we miss those special moments. So you have to be selective with your time, set boundaries around your time. It's very, very important. Time by yourself, because we have to we have to know how to have a good time alone. And then you have to set boundaries with your children if you have them, set boundaries with family members, set boundaries with your relationships whether if it's a situationship, boyfriend or girlfriend or if it's a husband and wife, set boundaries in your romantic relationships, set boundaries with people at work or people that you do business with. Because you want to make sure these relationships are as healthy as possible and that you actually enjoy the time and energy that you spend in them. And that's going to require boundaries, okay? So I want you to set some time this week to think about your current relationships, your current experiences, your current environments, and ask yourself, are my current boundaries working for me? 
Do I even have boundaries at all? And if you don't, you have to set some. And if the boundaries that you have right now aren't working for you, it's time to revamp those boundaries. There's no better time to do it than now. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or you can share on social media and tag me at clearyogafinance.com. And I just want to encourage you to just do your best every single day. Just do your best. There's only so many hours in the day and none of us are perfect and we don't want to be. There's too much pressure to be perfect. But just do your best every single day and take it one step at a time. And as you navigate through your financial journey, don't wonder what if, take a risk and have an amazing day. You can be financially free with Cleo.